You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Insider podcast. I'm Sandy, and on the phone, I've got Rena Cohen-First, who is the Director of Sales for the Western Region at the Wright Group. And Rena spoke at Supply Side West this year, Boosting Your ROI, Secrets to Business Success, in that workshop. And in that workshop, she covered generational leadership and how women can help other women of other generations really become true leaders in the health and nutrition industry. And from that workshop, we've developed this series of podcasts where Rena interviews Leader, female leaders within our industry. So today she's going to be talking with Monique Simison, who is the Senior Sourcing Manager of Nutrition Global Procurement at Nutrilite. Um, so I'm really excited that we get to hear this conversation. Um, Rena. Yes, thanks, Sandy. Appreciate the, uh, the introduction. I'm super excited to be here with Monique. So, um, so I'll give you a little background. Um, Monique and I had met through a mutual friend, Sarah Hatfield, who was um, a, a, an Army veteran. Monique had been in the Army for several years and had actually deployed. And I heard Sarah speak at a StageGate conference. And uh, long story short, we started talking about um, how awesome it is to have some veterans in the industry and really connected. And when I met Monique, Um, I found you to be a female who not only is a motivated and impressive leader, but someone who truly supports other women. I was impressed by your motivation and your decision to join the Army to build your career, but I was also struck by the fact that you are, if you don't mind me saying, a millennial who's faced with some challenges that are unique that even my generation hasn't seen, such as the, um, the economic challenges that you guys are overwhelmed with and organizations flattening out and things changing. Um, and watching on, uh, on social media and otherwise how you are managing your family and balancing it all as you're growing your career. So I was super excited to talk to you for this particular effort. Um, so now that I've properly embarrassed you, Monique, could I ask you to tell us about your background, introduce yourself, and tell us what motivated you to become a leader in our industry? You know, as Rena said, um, I do manage uh, my job and my family. I have two wonderful children. Uh, my daughter is five, and my son will be two in about a month. Um, I uh, took the long road to California, if you will. Um, I was born in Wisconsin. I was raised in Upper Michigan. Not a whole lot going on in Upper Michigan, um, as you may know. So I, I, I had to be creative and think of, of ways, okay, what can I do to um, get out and see the world and do things, um, not having known at the time what I wanted to go to school for. Um, so it was really conflicting as, you know, I didn't want to start putting money into college having it go to waste and not knowing which direction I wanted to take. But I did know I wanted to leave um, the area and get out and explore the world. So this is where the Army appealed to me. Um, I did join before the war. So having seen other people deploy before me, um, it was more typical nine to five job, getting to explore the or travel the world. Um, Unfortunately, for uh, my departure date, it was um, September 19th, 2001. So as you can mm-hmm. imagine, uh, I'm sitting in front of the TV realizing I was going to war. So I um, definitely got a little bit more experience than I realized. Um, 
but um, you know, looking back, every time I look back on it, it has gotten me to where I am today, and not a single regret. The experience I gained is—it's uh, almost hard to speak about. And to end on how I got to California and found Neutralite, uh, I got out of the military in 2006, and my best friend that I actually met in Iraq was from California. And I said, okay, I don't want to go back north, so I'm going to California with you. And so I journeyed here with her, started college, met my husband, and here I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, you're, you're correct. When I joined the Army, I joined in 1995, is that right about 95 so uh, or 94 95 and um, Serbo-Croatia Bosnia was happening it was it was not um, as big an effort in any way shape or form as what happened after 2001 um, I did not deploy and I remember when I met Sarah and and she had mentioned she deployed it's a completely different experience even knowing that there's the potential to deploy into into active battle I mean it's just unbelievable so I was so so impressed with you guys um, really, really cool. So um, one of the things that I appreciated about the military and strikes me as very interestingly fitting now for a younger generation is that there's a very, very clear way to progress in your career. Um, there is an education office pretty much on every base. It is wildly encouraged to go to school and to do things. And you have so many options for really um, progressing in your career and reaching that next rank. And everybody's on the same path or on a path. If, if any, faster, slower, they know where they're going. And of course, we don't have that in, um, in life. Uh, as we do in the military, and um, and that mm -hmm. sort of that pattern, that ability to see your career in that way is is highly effective for for any person. So, um, as a millennial, where organizations, as I had mentioned, are flattening out, um, and there's maybe less vertical opportunities, less ladders to climb, and more jungle gyms, as um, Cheryl Sandberg had said, to to make uh, an impact and grow in your career um, in you know in the current circumstances. I guess, could you tell me how um, how leaving the military, having had that experience, what was it that, you know, that that attracted you during to your employers? Was it some of that or was it, um, you know, perks or or programs, flexibility, you know, learning culture? I mean, what was it that attracted you to your current organization or past organizations initially coming out again of the military? Yeah, so I um, I was actually recruited into Neutralite uh, my junior year as an intern. Uh, the role, they, they were recruiting on campus. The role really seemed to fit well with my background. It was in supply chain planning, which is a lot of what I did in the military. So I thought, great, even more um, experience to add to my resume for after graduation. And to be honest, I didn't even consider an internship as something that was as needed as it is these days at the time. Mm -hmm. So when that opportunity presented itself, it was it was a no-brainer. Um, you know, I always thought my military experience between that and college it would be enough to get me a great job. So um, it, it was I was thrilled to be chosen for that opportunity, and I immediately fell in love with the company and the culture. That's awesome. Well, during your career, as you've been there, spent time either there or in other places. Out of absolute curiosity, and I know a little bit about this because we've spoken about it in the past, but um, which programs or perks 
I would say, um, within the organization really helped you while you were there. So one of the things I'm curious about, and I know, um, not to spoil this, but I know that you guys have this incredible um, this incredible program where you at Amway have Fridays off. Um, I don't know if that's, I mean, I'm curious to understand that program. Did, how, has that helped you? Has that made an impact? Or have there been other things that have really, you know, not only helped you, but encouraged you to progress and and continue to contribute in a positive way as you become a leader? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, the Monday through Thursday, four-day work week is, I don't know how else to put it, but it's amazing. And I honestly, I can't imagine going somewhere that didn't have that now that now that I've had the experience of working in that uh, schedule for seven years now, it's um, especially as a mom, um, you know, having that extra day, if I'm able to help out at the kids' school, if I'm able to um, do errands, my doctor's appointments, um, it's, it's so valuable. And I can even make it a me day, right? I can I can sit and watch Netflix. It's really all about, um, you know, decompressing, having that having that day just to, to do whatever. It's very motivating. Um, you know, everyone's like, it, it's hard to imagine working a 10-hour workday. It just seems exhausting. And um, but in the end, it's it, you have that day. You have that day at the end of the week to look forward to. You work really hard to get there and. The culture at Amway is very much work hard, play hard, and it it really, um, yeah, I can't speak enough about the four-day work week, um, and there's also, on top of that, the flexibility to work from home, um, which I'm doing today. It's, I woke up, I decided, you know what, why make the commute? Um, we have a lot of technology these days to be able to do things um, via the phone, via video, there's other ways to do things these days without having to sit in a conference room together. So, and, and my commute is long. So anytime I don't have to drive, I'm happy. Um, And there's also the sick kids, you know, I'm having a two-year-old and a five-year-old. I've been through the ringer with every sickness you can imagine. So being able to be home when they just want to be held and still manage to get some work done. Again, it's, it's just valuable. It's motivating. Um, it's, it makes the company very desirable. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing in my research of generational empowerment, I'm definitely seeing that flex time, flex space, flex role come up again and again as being um, one of the most attractive perks organizations can offer. And it's interesting because I have always worked out of home, pretty much always. I mean, in sales, sales typically in our industry, probably in many, that, you know, we do telecommute, we do work remotely. And so it enabled me to progress in my career in ways that I don't know how I would have managed otherwise with kids. Um, and I would say that, you know, it's it's something that you're seeing more and more of. It certainly wasn't really around for uh, for my generational cohort females of, you know, many years ago, but you're starting to see it more and more. And there's so many elements to it that are attractive on so many levels, but I mean, for everybody, but especially, especially for people who have the entire world on their shoulders, um, people who are running families and just, it's unbelievably uh, motivating. And you can see it. I definitely can see it in people, their motivation level, and you can detect it right away when they have that, that flexibility. So that's super cool. Um, so I also want to ask you, cause I definitely see you making the trade show route. I mean, you're always at the trade shows, you're always networking. Um, and I personally find um, that, that ability to connect with people in our industry, other female leaders in our industry, um, pretty much outside of work 
in our industry to be very, very powerful for me personally. So I'm curious to know for you, which aspects of the industry itself, again, either trade shows or, or certain influencers or certain programs, and was there anything about the industry that really helped you make the decision to continue on your, on your path of uh, leadership? Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm really fortunate in my role in that um, I have a broad capability to work very cross-functionally, not only internally uh, with my coworkers throughout all departments, whether it's quality, whether it's, you know, logistics or planning, um, you build those relationships internally and you're all motivating one another. You're all working on projects together. But then mm -hmm. I also have the ability to work externally. I have my supply base. I have these trade shows. Um, networking is, um, it's, it is key, and the company definitely motivates me to do that. Um, and because because of loving the company, because of being able to establish these relationships internally, externally, it just it helps me grow constantly. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I I couldn't say enough about the ability to get out into uh, the industry and get to the trade shows. And I know Sandy's heard me say this many times, but thank you, Sandy, for encouraging this conversation. It's very, very, it's a very awesome and relevant one. Um, Monique, thank you so much for allowing us to kind of learn what makes you tick in your career. Um, keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. I can't wait to keep watching your career. Uh, and um, and Sandy, thank you, thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you all. Uh, thanks for me as well. And uh, look forward for those listening. Um, there will be more of these. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts.